It's your Locked On Flyers podcast for Friday, June 17th, your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that thinks like everything's kind of coming up Philly right now. Well, this and that. We'll get into it on today's show. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, once again, I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here, as always, with Russ Cohen, who's on Twitter at Sportsology. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. You can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Flyers. Keep up to date on all our episodes and Flyers news. You can also email us at LockdownFlyers at gmail.com. On today's show, we are going to talk about the Stanley Cup final and Gary Bettman's state of the NHL press conference he did uh, right before game one. We're going to get into the Flyers backup goaltender situation and Uh, Of course, we'll have our gritty thing of the week to wrap up today's show. Lockdown Flyers is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you are listening. So subscribe. You'll get all of our episodes here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. You can also watch us over on YouTube. So drop a like over there as well. Russ, the Stanley Cup final is underway. But we also got some final-ish news on the John Tortorella contract, uh, four Mm -hmm. years. It's a $4 million per year uh, deal. Honestly, to me, that doesn't matter as much because it's not like part of a salary cap. So Flyers can pay him what they want to pay him. Well, true, but there's some interesting things here. So Barry Trotz made $4 million last year. If the Flyers Mm -hmm. offered him four. That's part of the reason why he's not signing with them. He, there's no way he was going to sign for the same money. Oh, I'm sure they offered him more than that. Do we? Uh, I don't know. Am I sure why? Why would Barry Trotz be worth more than John Tortorella? Because they wanted him more than John Tortorella, so they were going to offer him more. I don't know. You're probably right. But again, I don't think he should be worth more than John Tortorella. I think they should be on the same level. They want a cup each. Like, that's it. I mean, fair enough. But honestly... Whatever he was willing to take is fine by me in terms of the coach. Uh, But uh, four years is pretty standard, I think, as well. For a guy like him, um, he earns a four-year deal. Oh, yeah. So so that's good. Um, Another little bit of Flyers prospect news. Ethan Sampson uh, was invited to Team Canada's National Junior Team Summer Camp. So... Uh, that is the camp that's going to eventually create the restarted World Juniors team mm-hmm. this summer. So that was good for him. And uh, hopefully he does well. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he will do well. It gives him a leg up. Not a guarantee he'll make it, but it gives him a leg up. Yes. All right, we are one game into the Stanley Cup final. The Colorado Avalanche have taken a one-game to nothing lead in the series on an overtime win where they coughed up a two goal lead in in the game as well to let Tampa back into it, but did prevail in overtime. Uh, How are you feeling about the series so far? Good. I, I picked the abs in seven. I I stick with them because if Tampa were to go down two Oh, in this series, 
it'll be different than the Ranger series because this Colorado offense is way more high powered than the Ranger offense and their defense is way more mobile than the Ranger defense. And I think these are the two problems right now that Tampa is having. Yeah. You know, Kemper is going to give up some goals. You don't love that's certainly going to happen. But in the end, you could see that the speed from the blue line or Rantanen or McKinnon bringing the puck up backs off the Tampa D when the D backs off, you could see the space on the ice. The literally there's lanes to pass and lanes for guys to come in and get to the net. And that's what was causing problems for Vasilevsky. And we gave up the first goal. He was kind of like shocked. It all came on him so quick and he may have been looking the wrong way, but I think that's because the speed got on him so quick. So there's adjustments there that Tampa has to make. Yeah, I do think they can make them. I think they've proven that they can make adjustments and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're certainly well coached. Yeah. So I think that uh, it'll get a little bit tighter Mm -hmm. in, in game two. And of course in Tampa, I think they definitely have a good home ice advantage there, but uh, I am very much looking forward to the rest of the series. I think it's super fast, fun, skilled hockey, and you can't ask for anything more. No, it's been really good. And um, it's actually a series really that doesn't feature their mascots all the time. So there's nothing to take away (laughs) from the action. No, it's true. Cause sometimes I get a little burnt out with gritty and other mascots and this hasn't been doing that so that's good all right uh we did also get gary bettman sort of state of the nhl press conference that he does uh, prior to the start of the stanley cup final uh, we learned that the schedule for next year is going to be out in early july the season will begin october 11th and they'll have sort of a what he was calling a more normal schedule next season because obviously there won't be a fake olympic break Uh, next year as well we did also learn that they got record revenues this year and they'll be looking to have the more typical cap increases in the next two to three years Uh, they did uh, yesterday lock in the cap floor at 61 million and the cap uh, top at 82.5 million which was a one million dollar increase we already knew about it but they officially voted and yeah. approved it so and, and the floor was only like a six hundred thousand. you kind of wish mm-hmm. the floor would have gone up a little more but a little oh, bit force these teams into working a little harder yeah front. yeah well again though but they're just trade more of these other contracts that count as a cap hit but not money and they would just do that i mean there's teams that don't want to spend this money in reality Yeah, I I thought one of the more interesting things that was asked uh, in the press conference and they talked about was, uh, would they change the style of injury reporting for for like upper body or lower body to accommodate betting partners uh, in terms of having more specific information in order to make the lines uh, more accurate or make uh, people who are betting have better information in order to make those bets? And uh, Bill Daly said no, uh, that if our betting partners have to take a backseat to health and safety of our players, so be it. And I I thought that was very interesting to just come out and say that. Yeah, he's been taking a hard line on this, and they're the only sport. Now, they do have good betting partners, but the other side of the coin is because I have, you know, some people that I know in the betting world just because they've either, you know, had some advertising with me or they've conversed with me, you know, hockey is the least bet on of all the major sports. You do kind of wonder, would it be bet on a little more if this were opened up Mm -hmm. a little more? And I think it would be. 
Yeah, it's an interesting question for sure. But uh, yeah, they seem to be holding that line, like yep. you said on there. Uh, I, I was also interested in the 2024 World Cup of Hockey discussion because I like those events, uh, saying that they're really wanting to have it in February midseason as right. opposed to preseason when they did it the first time. And uh, they're still negotiating because it creates issues for European leagues and they right. have to work with the BA on it and injuries and all that. But uh, I hope they get it done. Me too. In season, it'll be great. I'm all for it. Let's go. Let's have it. Yeah. Was there anything else they talked about that intrigued you specifically? Uh, I don't think so. The um, Well, the season starting October 11th was interesting because there'll be something else we talk about, like in the mailbag that that may have alleviated now. Because like October 11th is a little late, still a little late. Reason I know this, my birthday is early October, and sometimes my birthday mm -hmm. is opening night. So that's how I know. Yeah, I, I, I've always been interested in how they do that relative to the NBA starting. I'm not sure when that is, but uh, it's definitely a little bit later than it has been in the past, but uh, only a day earlier than last season. So. Oh, there, there was one more. So the, the process of Evander Kane's grievance mm. extending past the opening of free agency is a little interesting. That's all I'm going to say on that. I, I think so too, because it could put the Sharks in a very precarious position cap wise. Because Especially they if they spend in free agency. Yeah, they won't know exactly where their cap lies when free agency starts. And they could be in a very difficult situation if they overspend relative to what uh, will be up against their cap. So, but, yeah. you know, they are entitled to that legal process so they are we'll see how how that goes and as far um, as the logos like i love the all-star logo oh for the the nhl did announce some of their event logos yes uh, for, for next year so that that is what you are referring to here it is the all-star logo looks great uh the stadium series one looks great the winter classic one i feel like it's too close to what they did before because they played a fenway before I right. feel like they needed a different take on that, and they didn't give it to me. No, it's basically the same as it was the first time they were in Boston. But I do love that all-star logo uh, for the Florida Panthers with the yes. bright colors and the palm trees. It looks really nice. I can give you one quick little story. So with the all-star game, the last time it was there was the last was the actual testing for the uh, for the shootout. And and um I want to say who was who was in net? Was it Patrick Waffer his last All Star game? It was something like that, and I yeah I think it was Wa actually. And I wrote about it. I was all for it, and boy, I wish I never did that article because <laughs> what I didn't realize if I go back, I'd smack two thousand and whatever Russ because it was uh, it was a harbinger of things to come that I wasn't gonna like. But I will tell you, like when they had the collectible show. Um, Martin Brodeur was out there with his kids and walking around the collectible show, like the same as like we were just kind of checking it out. And that was kind of cool. His kids were like picking up some cards. Like that was an, you know, very simpler times. I don't know if we'll see that anymore. Well, we'll see. It should be a fun season of special events in the NHL. Uh, we are going to talk about Flyers backup goalies coming up next. But first, uh, speaking of betting, we're going to talk about bet online. 
BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds and sports developments, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL Stanley Cup final, Major League Baseball, and of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your betting, sports wagering information from live betting to esports and more. Head to the website today or give your mo- or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. Before we get into our backup goalie discussion, we have a small favor to ask you. Locked On has put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners just like you and make your favorite Locked On shows even better. This is your chance to tell us what you like and what you don't like about Locked On podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of $1,000 Ticketmaster gift cards. So to take that survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey, and thanks for your help. All right, Russ. So when we go into free agency this summer, I have been wondering if the Flyers are going to sign a backup goaltender in addition to having Ivan Fedotov and perhaps Felix Sandstrom. So I guess it's two separate questions. Should they sign somebody else and will they sign somebody else? Well, to me, they should sign Sandstrom first. A, he'll be the cheapest. B, uh, if Fedotov isn't ready, you can throw Sandstrom in there uh, because, again, f- while Torts will let the goalie coach do his thing, he will still try and play Carter Hart more than the goalie coach will want to play. So it's not like the backup on the Flyers is going to play a ton. Probably will mm-hmm. play less than some of the other goalies in the league anyhow. And then, yeah, if I could get somebody else on the cheap, that's fine. But you could literally wait until almost camp opens to do that. So I don't know if it would be Thomas Grice. I I definitely wouldn't do Martin Jones because he'd want more. But there's always going to be somebody. And, you know, there's going to be somebody who's just without a job. Like, I'll give you an example. If all of a sudden Alex Stalock's healthy and he's looking to break back in the league, hey, if I can get Alex Stalock for $750, i will do it. I could, you know, then I could even just keep Sandstrom up if I had to. If Fedotov isn't quite ready yet, that gives me more options. If not, then the the Phantoms are going to be very happy with Alex Stalock anyhow. And either way, I'm, I'm in good shape. So I, I guess that's like getting ahead of it a little bit in terms of the who, but uh, in terms of will they though? Well, I, I think, I think they'll consider it. I think it will be a situation where they go, well, where, you know, Torch sees these players in camp and maybe even gets reports before camp and then sort of decides because even though Fedotov may say, hey, I'm ready for the NHL, you know, the coach may say, eh, let's let's wait on him a little bit. Let's really make sure before I put him in there. And if that's the case, then they will go and get somebody. Yeah, I, I do think that it'll be a bit of a competition between Fedotov and Sandstrom yeah. at camp. And I, I don't know if Fedotov would take the AHL role very well, uh, just based on you know what it seems like he wants to do by coming over here. But at the same time, I, I do think Felix Santrum is, you know, a guy that's going to just play ball, right? And yeah. do what's asked of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the organization has supported him very well. So mm-hmm. 
I would expect him to re-sign um, and just have those two, you know, compete for for the backup role. But I also see the fact that they didn't really trust him last year. And by him, I mean Sandstrom uh, to the point where they did sign Martin Jones and they they paid a lot more money than I would have thought for a backup goaltender. Um, partially because of being unsure of Carter Hart, I think, because we weren't sure if he was going to you know, bounce back from that season, but at the same time, not feeling confident in Felix Sandstrom either. But I feel like that's more solidified now. And, then, and to your point, Carter Hart is going to play more games, you know, assuming he's injury free, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. He's going to play more games this upcoming season than he did last season. I, mm-hmm. I believe that wholeheartedly. And, and so... I do think they should make it sort of a game time decision at the end of free yeah. agency and just like figure out who's there yep. um, at, at that point. And because, you know, to your point in it, that you started bringing up some of the names, I just don't think there's a lot of good options out there mm-hmm. in free agent goaltending this, this off season, you know, UFA goaltenders, they're just like, are not a ton of them out there that are backups. There's a few that are marquee names, you know, that might act as backups, but are going to cost like a lot more money and are more right. like a tandem situation kind of goalie. Um, not sure what the Rangers are going to do with Georgiev. They're going to keep but, him. But there's like, you know, Braden Holpe is a UFA. Yeah. Um, you know, Darcy but he Kemper won't take the is going to be a UFA. But, yeah, you know, Holpe, like, all Holpe these guys are not the candidates. No. Right. None of these guys are are candidates. And so there's this huge jump, I think, between guys like that and then AHL goaltenders that you call up and feel okay about it. Right. Like, hope he would go to the Devils, and if he had to beat out Blackwood, Mm -hmm. he would try and do that. But with the Flyers, he would be like, well, you have these other guys. No, it's not worth it to me. So, you know, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, because like, you know, you have UFAs out there like Phoenix Copley. Well, I loved watching Phoenix Copley play in the AHL but is he a guy you want as a backup goalie that's any different than having Sandstrom or Fedotov no No, he's just not true so yeah I'm just not sure that there's a ton of good options for the Flyers there and it's it's an interesting situation I think just because again like I I do have confidence in Carter Hart but I also think that while he will play more games he's not going to play like the number of games that Vasilevsky plays that's for sure they're going to need somebody you know who can play like 25 to 30 games maybe I'd say 25 I don't think it'll be as many as 30 well yeah I don't I don't know that either but um I I do think that I'm trying to like read the tea leaves with Chuck Fletcher and push out everything that what I would do and try and think like him. It's yeah. not a fun place to be, Russ. Let me it's tell not. you. No, it's... Is, <laughs> Chuck Fletcher's head is not a fun place if to I be. If I could play like the Genesis song Land of Confusion, that would be pretty good. I, oh, that's a really good song. One of my karaoke go-tos. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I do think that, you know, just little things that Chuck Fletcher does leads me to believe that he could jump the gun on something like this and sign a slightly bigger name for more money uh but at the same time we just don't have the cap space for it right right and that's the biggest problem that's why you have to really get somebody that's just needs the job yeah yeah i I think so as well 
but it, it will be one of the many, many things we are going to have to keep an eye on this season and this off season for the Flyers as we see, you know, what Chuck Fletcher tries to do to put a roster together with the cap situation he is in. And uh, uh, good luck, Chuck, because you're going to need it. Especially if you sign Goudreau, then then you're really going to have not much flexibility. Yeah, or Kadri. So. Yeah, or Kadri. Well, I think it's. I think now the the um, the people think it's Goudreau. I think it's shifted from Kadri, but interesting. But it still could be Kadri. It could, or it could be neither. So mm -hmm. they could surprise us in many, many ways, as they have shown to do. But uh, we're going to take a quick break, but we are going to come back. We've got a little bit of other uh, Flyers news and then our fun stuff to end the week, including Gritty, much to Russ's chagrin. So before we get to our gritty thing of the week, uh, we have a couple other bits of news um, for the Flyers Warriors, actually, which is the affiliated uh, military veteran team that the, the Flyers support. Alyssa Gagliardi has come on board as a coach for that team. And she is such a phenomenal person. I cannot say enough good things about her. Uh, she was on the U.S. women's national team briefly. Uh, she played in the CWHL. She played uh, in the NWHL, winning a championship there. And she has done so much work, especially actually in Carolina, um, affiliated with the Canes, worked on their youth hockey She program. probably had a brother that played in the NHL for a short time, right? Because there was a Gagliardi. Uh, that was in the you draft. Listen, and... not a thing I pay attention to. She stands um, on her own two feet. Whether right. or not <laughs> does not matter about her relatives. But um, she is a, a great person, a great coach, and again, really good. So uh, I'm excited that she's going to kind of join the Flyers family and work with the Warriors team. Yeah, it's a good step. Um, the other thing is uh, Cam Atkinson tweeted relative to the Tortorella hiring and of course you know him having played for Columbus with John Tortorella as the head coach uh, he's in a bit of a Twitter thread uh, talking about what training camp is going to look like uh, with some of his former teammates so including Nick Foligno so uh, that was a really funny thing to see hopefully he's uh, psyching the rest of the boys up and um getting them ready emotionally for what is about to transpire. Yeah. Cam knows what in for. There are some other guys that know what they're in for too, and they won't be as happy as Cam. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Well, well, we'll see what happens over the summer. If anybody requests a trade, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's true. All right. So we have our gritty thing of the week to wrap things up. Uh, at the top of the show, I said everything's coming up Philly, and that is partially referring to the fact that Philadelphia was selected by FIFA as one of the host cities for the 2026 World Cup of Soccer. Uh, pretty exciting. I, see, I, I tweeted a bunch of them. I didn't see Philly. That's good. Yeah. Philly is one of the cities. It should be a lot of fun. Um, I've been to... World Cup before the last time it was in North America uh, when I lived in Washington, D.C. It's a lot of fun. Highly recommend going to one of the games if you are able to do so. But they had a little party to celebrate the announcement in Center City. And of course, Gritty was there because 
Uh, they got a bunch of the mascots together to join the Philadelphia Union, um, of course, led the charge, them being soccer, but uh, a Gritty was there. Man, the Union got salty. I love seeing the the Philadelphia Twitter accounts get salty. Um, they congratulated all the bid cities, except for Dallas, of course, because they know, oh, that's they funny. know what's up. Yeah, they know what's up. But uh, again, glad to see Gritty as part of that celebration for the World Cup. Uh, Gritty also celebrated Pride in the last week with um, the the pride flag and just waving it around mm-hmm. in a, in a tweet with uh, live, laugh, love, and always, always appreciate the the flyers support of pride in Philadelphia, which was last week, I think it was. And, um, and then finally, uh, gritty is getting in on the stranger things, uh, vibe going on uh, as the series just dropped a whole bunch of episodes. And yeah, I'm getting thrown so, halfway through. Nice. Yeah. So we have a little video running away, a gritty running away from Vecna, who's the big bad of the season. Yeah. So recycling that 80s uh, jacket from other things, but always appropriate. And it makes sense because that's the era that Stranger Things takes place in. It does make sense. All right, that will do it for today's show and for the week. Thank you so much for listening and for watching us over on YouTube. We'll be back again on Monday. We'll talk about all the latest Flyers news. I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about the press conference that officially announces John Tortorella's hiring. It may be uh, coming today. So we'll talk about that if it comes up we'll have our nemesis of the week on monday and more draft content it'll be a lot of fun so stay tuned as a reminder we always want to hear from you so send us in your thoughts about john tortorella your questions via twitter at lockdown flyers you can also email us at lockdownflyers at gmail.com i'm rachel i'm on twitter at our miriam that's r m i r i a m I'm Russ. I'm at Sportsology, S-P-O-R-T-S-O-L-O-G-Y. You made us your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Locked on NHL. Locked on NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great weekend, everyone.